NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. You ever hear some of my commercials and think to yourself, ah, that sounds too good to be true. That's probably malarkey. Here's the deal, man. It's real. If I had to pick a favorite right now, we would say maybe my world and uh, maybe Arn uh, being a close second again up in horseman country. So uh, Arn was a favorite of mine. Well, what first uh, kind of brought my attention to Save with Conrad was, of course, getting into the podcast. You know, it's like Conrad says. What do you have to lose to run the numbers? And uh, so we gave it a shot. And like I say, uh, today we've actually done two refis in the span of a calendar year. Derek and the team that I worked with uh, through SaveWithConrad.com did a great job, very attentive. And I must say, I feel like the attention and the help that I got from those guys was much more so than I would have gotten going down to the local bank. I had uh, somewhere between 22 to 23 years left on a 30-year mortgage, you know, looking to cut down the term of the loan, looking to see uh, how much money we could save with all that. Not only was I very surprised at how much Conrad and the team were able to help me out in that sense, uh, we also uh, took out uh, a little bit extra uh, of our equity on the back end and were able to pay off a car loan. No extra money out of my uh, monthly budget, but I knocked seven, almost eight years off of the existing mortgage. So seven to eight years of mortgage payments gone. I want to say maybe upwards of about $50,000 over the life of Not really spend any extra money per month, but still be able to own my home faster and to save tens of thousands of dollars interest and everything else it's just it's a tremendous feeling you know why would you not want to do that folks i can tell you certainly uh, it's going to be worth your time go to savewithconrad.com they've helped me not once but twice they can help you too there's no reason not to do it there's no reason not to save all the money you can check out conrad and the guys they'll be able to help you and uh, they'll do a good job of doing so we're routinely helping wrestling fans around the country, just like you, save tens of thousands of dollars. But how much can you save? Find out right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. Come be a part of the greatest stable since the Four Horsemen. AdFreeShows.com is your home for Arn and all of my other podcasts, and you get every episode from all the shows early, ad-free, and on video for as low as nine dollars a month. That's just thirty cents a day. Want to add cheese to that whopper? Adfreeshows.com also has tons of exclusive Arn bonus content, like reliving the very first War Games match, or watching back a landmark moment in Arn's career, pinning Hulk Hogan 1-2-3 on Nitro. We also have interactive events where you get to chat one-on-one with Arn during Ask Arn Live, or how about live watch-along events like we did with FTR and Tully. Uh, of course, Arn is not one to toot his own horn, so I will toot-toot. Adfreeshows.com is the best value going in wrestling today. So sign up today or else. Maybe we should have a gun sound effect here. I'm just kidding. Adfreeshows.com.
Hello, this is Paul Bromwell, and you're listening to Arn. And I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster. He's double A, the enforcer, Mr. Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you doing this week? Well, you forgot to say, and the wearer of my t- first T-shirt with my son sharing it with me. Look at that. That's the uh, that's the old, that's the mirror picture, right? Where you're looking in the mirror and he's looking back at you. It is. It's a little story within itself. Uh, I'm awesome. a proud papa. And they can find that where at the shop AEW, right? That's an AEW shirt. That, it absolutely is. And uh, they were responsible for some of this artwork too, and uh, clearing it to make a T-shirt out of it. It's a it's a cool little message, I think. That's fantastic. Shop AEW.com to find that t-shirt Arn, that, uh, I tell you what, man, he is the spitting image of his daddy for sure. So very cool shirt. Yeah. Hopefully he'll grow out of it <laughs> for his sake. Right. I love yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, Arn, listen, thank you for letting me step in once again for Conrad and continue uh, your path through your career. And we're bringing it forward to may of 1986. You ready to get this going this week? Yeah, man. And, you know, during this time, there was there was a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, there was an episode that I don't think I've discussed that I think would give a chuckle to some people. And I'm not sure exactly what month this was, but it was right in here. And it was before my grandmother died and before I moved her to Charlotte and shut down the, the house and all that. <clears throat> Let me just say that during this time, uh, I was wrestling Dusty a lot, and my money had went up about two and a half times. So me thinking now that I was Mick Jagger and was going to be a big rock star, I decided I would go down to the Cadillac dealership and uh, just go ahead and buy a new Eldorado Cadillac. Brand new on the showroom floor. And, buddy, it was beautiful. It was uh, like a wine-colored interior and a wine and trimmed in white. And, uh, man, it was the prettiest thing I'd ever seen. And I pull up at my granny's thinking she's going to come out and do a gainer and go, geez, I'm proud of you, son. Good Lord. You made it. Da-da-da-da-da. She looked in the car, looked around. And said, uh, take it back. Oh, man. <laughs> and she turned and walked back in the house. And I followed her in. And she looked. She was sitting in her chair rocking. She said, check to see what the insurance is going to be on, on that. What's the payments on that? What happens if you get hurt? You're going to get paid. And, man, she just bombed me with a dose of reality. Yeah. <laughs> so guess what I did? Took it back, Mm. got the car. I traded in for it back. They were a little pissed over at the Cadillac dealership, but in those days they said, you know, Hey, take it home for a day. You know, if you don't like it, you know, bring it back. No one had ever done that apparently, but I did. And, uh, man, that's just the kind of lady she was. She was straightforward. Um, so I took it back and. That was it. Just thought I'd throw that in there. I love it. I thank you for sharing that story. Isn't it something how when you think you arrive and 
man, we're going to impress mom and dad or grandma or grandpa. We're going to show them what we've accomplished in life. And then the years and the wisdom uh, of them kind of looks at you and says, kid, what are you doing? Right. I mean, when you think you know something and you got a clue, <laughs> they let you know that you, you don't know nothing. You still don't have a clue. That's good. No. Stuff. Thank you for sharing. Arn. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. I like it. Well, you'd, uh, you'd get back on the road here in May and you start off in Columbia, South Carolina. And when you talk about a dose of reality, you're fighting Wahoo McDaniel at the township auditorium. And you've talked about him before Arn, but can you put into context what it's like knowing you're about to go head to head with Wahoo? Well, Wahoo was just anybody that's been in the ring with Wahoo. It's, it's, you know, it's not a high flying affair. It's a slug fest. And he had established himself in the Carolinas to the point that, you know, they believed everything he said, believed everything he did. And he was getting, you know, starting to get a little bit, you know, up in age. But, buddy, he could still stand in there and throw those chops. Now, where they were going to land, who knows? Depending on how bad his shoulder was that day. But it was an honor to fight him there because the audience just, they believed. Did anybody throw a stiffer chop than Wahoo McDaniel? The closest thing and probably at that level is Haku. Mm. And he and I were best friends. And man, when we would work together, he would <laughs> he would go, okay, fat man. And brother, he would crack me. Mm. It felt like somebody hitting you in the chest with a brick. Wahoo, same thing. Big thick hands. Was no, not thanks. fun. Was yeah. not fun. No thanks, Arn. Mm. Well, from there, you're off to the scope where you're second from the top of the card. You defeat Ron Garvin, another guy, physical, brutal, and Flair and Ricky Morton are the headliners. How big a deal is it to see someone like Ricky Morton, who's been considered a tag wrestler at, up to this point, being placed on top against Rick? Well, if you look at a lot of teams throughout history, the ones that were really top, top teams, you could easily split those guys up. And I'm, I'm not saying all of them, but most of them. And there were incredible performers on their own. You know, uh, you could you could take Ricky and Robert, split them off and put them with anybody. And they were just tremendous performers. And Ricky Morton was as hot as anybody in the company at that time. He sure was. And you could hear the, the screaming and the girls screaming for him in the, in the crowd anywhere the Rock and Roll Express was. And he was on the mic red hot. And uh, it just made sense. Hot baby face versus any hot baby face versus Ric Flair seemed to make sense back then. So you have them at the top of the card. And then it's Mid Atlantic Championship Wrestling May 3rd when you and Tully hit the mic. Here we go. Let's listen to this clip. All right, and fans with me right now, here is the world television champion, of course, Arn Anderson. And Arn, you, the Bob world Bob. champion, the national champion, all of you have been, you've been sort of trying to hurt guys, Arn. What you've been doing so is a case of Rocky Canoodle overmatching himself against the national champion coming in here, Tully. I'll tell you what we've done, Bob Cottle. We've just showed guys like Ricky Morton exactly the pain that Dusty Rhodes has felt, exactly the pain that Garvin's felt, the pain that Sam Houston's felt. Anytime you try to instigate or intervene into what the three horsemen are accomplishing all across this great country of ours, that's what happened to you. 
Ricky Morton, all you were was a candy gram to the rest of the country, the rest of any man that puts a pair of tights or a pair of knee pads on. That's what he's got to expect. Tell him about it, Tully. You know, I tell you, you just saw an example. Somebody that I may have took a little bit lightly who got a little bit uppity in the ring and had to be slapped down. And that's just what I did, because I can turn on like that, baby. Turn on like that. Anybody the three horsemen take lightly, we can turn on and slap down and show them the dirt that they are. Ricky Martin, you look in the mirror, you think about it. Dusty Rhodes, you look at him, you think about it. Anybody doesn't think the three horsemen are where it's at, you got another thing coming. All right, fans, now back to the ring. Ah, uh, a candy gram, Ricky Morton. <laughs> Love it. Oh, man, we were smart asses, weren't we? That's what made you great. That's what made you great. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, we were allowed to be ourselves. We were allowed to, to create, you know, the characters. And it's funny you hear the three horsemen, but at that time, you know, everyone knew the story of where Ole was mm. and uh, it didn't sound funny. It, it just reinforced, okay, there's three horsemen. There's going to be a fourth. It's just a question of when. Well, Arn, a little later on Mid-Atlantic, again, this is uh, May 3rd. You're facing Rocky Kernodal. How was it to work with him in the ring? Well, he was good. He was along the lines of a Tim Horner. He was he was a talented guy. He really was. He was just used in a bottom position and mostly in the Carolinas, I believe. Um, but he was a talented guy. It's, it's a funny thing. In those days, as long as one guy in the ring – was getting over or had gotten over, you could have a opponent that hadn't, let's just say, hadn't been used that well, hadn't won a lot of matches, and you could go out and have a competitive matches and it would pull that guy up to another level. Mm. And, uh, you know, with him keeping his same position. And when you had talented guys like that that were around and that, that work for the company, you would go out and utilize their skills. I would try to have a match, a good match with a guy like him or Sam Houston or, you know, George South, you name it. If you're bouncing up and down the card, I would try to have the most competitive match and create myself an opponent. And if you didn't do that, you're just foolish. Well, your match with him would end the show. And by the way, you can hear the heat. Let's go to the clip and check it out. And that'll give him a little time to recuperate from the sleeper and the other beating he's been taking. Of course, he's in great condition. And he's going to follow out and try to do some more damage to Canoe. The world TV champion. And acting again like he's the three horsemen. Doing that damage on the outside of the ring. Here's Don Canoe now walking around. That's wise on his part. And as they continue to go at it, we've got 30 seconds remaining in the program. Fans, remember. Noodle on the outside trying to make it over to get back into the ring. He's been thwarted by the World Tag Team Champion. Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling is a presentation of the JCP Sports Network and has been furnished to the station for broadcast at this time in exchange for commercial consideration. And Cornudo has it down with a 
than 20 seconds. 15 seconds now remaining. He's got to roll up. Over. Saved again by the rope. Canudo continues his attack. Iron fighting for his life in there right now on his feet. How do you banish high rates on car insurance? You switch to Geico during Geico Ween. <laughs> okay, I like making the sound that way. Let me do it again. <laughs> okay. October is Geico's favorite time of the year, and Geico has been working even harder to cast out high rates on car insurance and craft just the right coverage for you and your family. But here's the thing you may not know about Geico. They can also help you uncover more savings when you bundle the other things parked in your driveway like your beloved motorcycle, your boat, or even a home away from home, your RV. Geico could even help you on your homeowners and renters insurance. So visit geico.com and you'll see firsthand that switching your insurance coverage doesn't have to be scary. The only thing that'll haunt your nightmares is seeing just how much you could have saved had you switched sooner. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Happy Geico Wayne. Ah. Uh. What a way to go off the show, man. I loved it. One of those, you're just got a, a hell of a fight going on and we're out of time. And we got to get out of here. Yeah. They just, and just go off the air. And it was yeah. like, oh, I can't wait till next week. The cliffhanger. Come on. It was. And it worked every single time. It did. It did. And the classic calls at the end, whether it was Shivani or later Jim Ross, it always just had us, you know, all stir crazy in the house as kids watching it. So I love Could, it. Well, Arn, he'd worked the TBS tapings against Randy Mulkey. Mulkey has some internet fame from his tag team with his brother, Bill, and how they were perennial losers until that Crockett, how they got into the Crockett Cup tournament. What were they like as workers, Bill and uh, Randy Mulkey? Well, you couldn't hurt them. They were like Gumby and Pokey. Cause buddy, those guys got bounced around and I mean, crucified and in a sick way, I think they liked it to be honest with you. Yeah. Some guys just, you know, appreciated the fact that maybe they were stuck at the level they were going to be at, but they could certainly go out there and create something. And what those guys created was, Hey, you could throw them off of a 10 story building and if you looked over the edge, you weren't sure, you know, you thought they may be dead, but maybe not because they were resilient and they came back every week and they started to develop a little bit of a cult following. It, it reminds me of the old cartoon with the Wiley Coyote, where he just kept getting hit and beat up and the, the lump comes up on the head and all that. And they just keep getting killed, but yet they still keep coming back. The monkeys yeah. destroy them. Great, great example. They lived in Anderson, South Carolina. So, you know, they were home homeboys and, uh, they, uh, man, they really worked hard. That's for sure. That's they earned, earned their, their money. There you yes, go. sir. Bingo. Well, later that night in Greensboro, you defeat Nighthawk. Nighthawk is better known as Joe, Joe Coltrane. Any memories of Nighthawk are working with Joe, Joe, Joe Coltrane. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember that guy. He didn't all. work a ton. I did a little research to see if I could find some stuff, to, uh, but he was, uh, he was here and there, uh, popped in for the Crockett's just here and there. But, uh, Nighthawk was, was a guy that showed up, worked here and, and then he was gone and he well, moved on. I, Nighthawk made his way out. So. I apologize to Nighthawk for not remembering, but in those days, 
brother, we were redlining through life. We were on the end of that lightning bolt. So buddy, no worries at all. We'll talk about what happened next. So okay. moving on the next day, you're in Philadelphia. It's you and Wahoo McDaniel. Once again, <laughs> wrestling to a time limit draw at the civic center. And let's pretend a little bit here for a second that you're not flying at any, at any, at any time, this point, if you were driving Arn, that's 1,725 miles over three days. How much of a toll does all this travel take on your body? Oh God, it'll kill you. <clears throat> you know, there's nothing like going out and beating your body up for 20 hard minutes, but you know, it's a different kind of fatigue than sitting in a car for five or six hours. And depending on what car you had bought. Now, in those days, we were still in that era of uh, buy a small car that was good on gas no because pre predominantly we were going to be driving. That yeah. was one thought process. There was a top guy thought process that said, get you a big car to where you and three other guys can be comfortable because if they have a luxury car and, you know, we're, guys were still paying trans back then four or five sets a mile to ride with somebody else. So if you got in their Cadillac and man, it was roomy and uh, you had, you know, nice stereo, plenty of room. And then they got in your Toyota Corolla that was a heated issue when it was time to swap it out. You know what I mean? So, you know, guys started to make money around this time. And I'm telling you, the parking lot at Jim Crockett Promotions was something to behold because guys, some of them had made money before, but this was the first time making money for some guys. And man, guys were buying homes. Guys were buying cars, and you would pull in that parking lot. You'd see Barry Wyndham's Porsche sitting there, Dusty's Mercedes. You would see JJ's Cadillac. Ricky Morton had a 900 Saab. Uh, forget what Robert had. Magnum had a Porsche. Uh, Tully and I went down and bought, you know, 300E Mercedes. Hell, Tully bought two in one day. So if you're going to drive – now, one was for him, one for his missus at the time. If you were going to make the trips, and we were still predominantly driving a lot, a lot of towns uh, based out of Charlotte, man, you better have a nice, dependable car. You better have one with some get up and go because it was loaded down with two or three wrestlers in their bags. A lot of things to consider in those days. And um, to answer your question, you know, you get in the car after beating your body up, and now you got another four or five hours without air conditioning blowing on you, trying to cool down. And one other thing that uh, most people don't realize is you had that air conditioner blowing on your buddy to keep you awake. So out on those desert, you know, on those deserted roads, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, you needed to stay awake. And uh, even in the wintertime, you would never cut that heater on because what does it make you do? You're not sleepy. That's right. You know, and it was a bit, as big a part of your job was the travel and getting there safe and getting everybody else there safe and being on time and all that was as much a part of your job as the resting end.
So if you're in the car and you're driving with other wrestlers, a lot of talking or are you listening to tunes? Well, both. Okay. In those days, you would try to travel with who was compatible with you. And man, you would talk about each other's matches and you would become the booker for a minute. You would go, Hey man, I, you know, I liked your match tonight. I, what this one part you did this, have you ever thought about doing that? And we would help each other and we would start to lay out stuff and, you know, we would talk things over and maybe something that didn't look good. You would tell a guy if you were close enough to him, Hey, you might want to take that out. That's not doing anything for you, you know? And, uh, a lot, a lot of uh, guys got better from talking to guys that were more experienced and just riding down the road, talking about stuff. There you go. Well, Arn, you're back in Greenville the next night. Okay. So you continue this travel and you're working Wahoo McDaniel again to another draw. So you were just with Wahoo in Philly. Now you're back in Greenville. Then you scoot over to Spartanburg, South Carolina at the Memorial Auditorium on the sixth for a TV taping for mid Atlantic where you face Rocky King. But first you cut a promo alongside Bob Cottle. Here we go. Garvin. And of course, Arn Anderson, the man right here, the world television champion who will be putting that championship belt on the line. Arn. Well, Bob Cottle, if I don't reiterate on what happened to baby doll, it's simply because baby doll has nothing to do with the three of the four horsemen. Do you understand what I'm saying? She has no bearing on the outcome of what we're trying to achieve and are achieving. What I want to talk about is people the likes of Ronnie Garvin, Wahoo McDaniels, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, Magnum T.A., and last but not least, you, Dusty Rhodes, all across this country, you get on national television and you threaten to take this world television champion. Well, what happened to you, Houston? What happened to you, Rhodes? What happened to you, Magnum? And last but not least, what has happened to you, Ricky Morton? You get into three of the four horsemen's business, Bob Cottle, the eventual end is always the same. You're getting hurt, you're putting your reputation on the line, but I want to say one thing. At the end of these matches across the country, people have had the notion of running and stealing my belt. Don't embarrass your family, don't create grand larceny. If you want to be the world television champion, just beat me for it. The world television champion, Arn Anderson fans, into the ring we have the junior heavyweight champion, and there's the championship belt around the waist of the champion Denny Brown. There you go. My favorite phrase, just beat me for it. So tell us about Rocky King before we get to the next clip. Any memories of working with Rocky King? Rocky was a character. He, uh, you know, all the guys liked Rocky. Uh, he used to travel with Jimmy Valiant. Of all people, I saw that, you know, quite a bit. Credible body. Kid was jacked. He was athletic. He was green. He was inexperienced, but I mean, he was, he was strong. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't uh, underestimate him and just think you're going to go out there and run over the guy, you know, because he may decide to turn it up and turn it on at any point. And buddy, I mean, you go back and look at the physique on the guy. Um, he was just cast in that, you know, opening role and, uh, and that was about as far as he made it. All right, let's take a look at Rocky King and Arn. And every time you turn around, you're going to see me. Chief Wahoo McDaniel, the championship belt that he's talking about, is in the ring right now, fans. There it is, right around the waist of the world television champion Arn Anderson. 
And you don't want to be in the shoes of a man that Wahoo McDaniels is after, whether it be Gardner's Jimmy Garvin or Orrin Anderson right now. Seems that Wahoo's got his sights set on another world belt. This is a world television title match, Bob. And the opponent, Rocky King. And Johnny, you got to say this. You got to give his, the devil his due. And Arn Anderson has certainly been a fighting champion. Oh, yeah, He's defended wait, that wait, championship wait, wait, time wait, after time back. after time. He said he was going to defend it time after time against all the top talent. He's defending against some good ones. But where's the Roses? Where's the Magnum? Where's the Wolves right here on this television? Where's the Ronnie Garvins? That's a good point, Johnny. And all of those that you named, of course, they would love to have that belt also. Not only is Wahoo says, is that the second most prestigious belt? That belt means a lot of money. Rocky King with a drop kick hard to Arn Anderson as he came out of the corner. Oh, but the world champion caught him in that background situation. He sized it up. One of the three horsemen, and they've done a lot of damage lately, but they got belts around their waist. He As he lift King high to the air, Johnny, right flat down on the face. And a three count does it. The winner of the match, the world TV champion, Arn Anderson. We're going to see it in slow motion one more time. Boy, we love talking about our friend, Steven Singer. And I'll tell you the competition must really hate Steven Singer. You see, he's not focusing on sales, coupons, or discounts. No, no. Steven is in the love business and to celebrate love with his guests means giving the very best price every single day. Steve is the first to offer the perfect price. Have you ever wondered if you're getting the best price? Are you uncomfortable negotiating? Well, here's a little insider tip. Most jewelers mark their merchandise way up just to mark it down to make you feel like you're getting a deal. Now, the guy next to you may be paying less. Is that how you want to purchase something special for someone special? Steven doesn't play those pricing games. You can trust Steven Singer Jewelers for the best value every single day. He stands behind that value with the best guarantee in the business and no risk shopping. That's why we trust Steven Singer. Buy real jewelry from a real jeweler. Visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. There it is, Arn. Another big win for you against Rocky King. I hear Johnny Weaver starting to try some drama there, saying you're not defending against the guys. Obviously, he's not paying attention to what's going on on the road there. Okay. Yeah, apparently not. He just did TV. It's easy to say that. <laughs> I know. That's right? your point of reference. Uh, well, my goodness. That was uh, another good match by you, Arn. You're on top on the eighth again in Concord, North Carolina, and a benefit this time for Northwest uh, Cabarrus Boosters Club against Dusty. How often did you get to do these types of scenarios where you're doing these, uh, benefit shows? Was this rare? Um, not really. Uh, it was occasionally. And if okay. it was for a good cause, we're all on board about that. You know, most of us had kids or starting to build a family. And when you have children, you look at things that benefit children completely different. And we were all uh, glad to do our part and benefit, uh, whatever they got going. 
Uh, there you go. Well, you were on, like I said, on top of Dusty for that one. Then we move on to May 10th. You're back in Atlanta for TBS TV, and there's a Wahoo interview about you. And then you and Flair defeat Carl Stiles and Bob Owens in five minutes. Let's take a look at this one. Flair. Perfectly executed right on top of the forehead. When Ric Flair wrestles, you're talking about execution. All of his moves, perfectly calculated. Back at the ropes again, Anderson. That time, Bob Owens got him with a foot, and now Carl Stiles, well, I'm going to say, comes in. He really tries to come in. Good leg takedown. Now right on that hamstring. Now grinding away the knee. Still working on the leg now. Double A Arn Anderson. Wahoo McDaniel has set his sights on Orange World TV title. You could better believe. Wahoo is a man who, when he sets his sights on something, really gives all of his concentration efforts after. Right hand, that's right at the side of the head. Flair with that gigantic chop once again. Arn now with the leg. Right at the knee. It's Ric Flair and Arn Anderson in a tag team match here today. We'll have more action right after this short break, and we'll be back with more. Stay tuned. Fans, welcome back to an abbreviated version of our second part of World Championship Wrestling. As Ric Flair has some words to the fans, Arn Anderson continues his destruction on Carl Styles in the leg. Sounds like we're heading for figure four. What do you think, Paul? Flair, right hand to the midsection. Little momentum off the rope. Flair goes right to the leg again. It's obvious setting this up with a figure four. On the knee. Flair, center of the ring with him. There it is, the figure four leg lock. Rick Flair, it's Carl Styles in it, and that's it. Pee Wee Anderson calling with the bell, and Rick Flair and Arn Anderson win this tag team event on World Championship Wrestling. There it is. You said it, Arn. You were working on the leg the whole time, and you knew it. Oh, I know what we're doing. I'm setting them up for the uh, figure four to close it down. Yeah, you know, anytime that you could be partners with Rick Flair at that point in time. You know what? A, what an honor and a privilege it was. It was the it was the hottest thing in the wrestling industry, arguably. And uh, you know, to be his partner and out there, it, it just uh, was one of those things. I, I had to pinch myself sometimes. Bob, now, Bob, what was his last name? Bob Owens. Owens. Yeah, yeah, I know his last name. But let me tell you something. Something that history 
may have written in different places. I've seen him get some credit. That guy had as good a punch as anybody in the wrestling business. And I'm not kidding you, Hmm. man. He would reach out there and that thing would crack you. And it was awesome. That was his one claim to fame. He was a good performer, good wrestler. But man, he had a punch, and it was it was classic. Go back and look at it. Sometimes it was uh, it was a class act. And uh, if I remember right, Carl Styles was a big, healthy man. So it wasn't like we just had a couple tackling dummies out there. These guys had some talent. So for those of you that are watching the video version, maybe you got to see Arn and I are just listening to this today, but maybe you got to see the old Bob Owen strike. My goodness. But uh, didn't know that about Bob Owen. So there you go. Arm breaking yeah. off a nugget there for us. I like to give credit where credit's due. And, buddy, he had a tremendous punch. There we go. Well, Arn, Jimmy Garvin and Precious are interrupted by you on TV on May 17th. But it's not the way you would normally interrupt someone. Check this out. Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin and Precious, and I know the big chief, we just saw him a few minutes ago. Did he just about make you sick? I can't believe that, Wahoo. You come out here asking for Arn Anderson when you haven't even finished dealing with me. In fact, you haven't even started dealing with me. And speak of the man himself, here he is. Double A, how the heck are you doing, man? It's nice, it's nice to see you. I'd just like to say a few words to Gorgeous Jay, you know. Jimmy, in defending my world television title, I've been overlooking the fact that you are here. Not really overlooking it, but I've had so much responsibility. I haven't been able to come out here and give you a formal welcome. Tell you, you're doing a heck of a job and explain a couple of things to you that maybe you don't know. You know, the big chief has been out here threatening me, yourself, and your lovely lady here. Right. And the one thing you got to realize, he's like a big snowball or an avalanche coming down that mountain. you got to cut his water off right away before it gets rolling. You understand what I'm saying? He's a smart guy. I told you. I've told Precious all about you, you know, and you're exactly right. You get him started, you got to stop him before he does some damage, and that's exactly what i got in mind of doing. You know, it takes smart people like myself and yourself there and Precious to realize what kind of man Wahoo McDaniel is. I mean, you realize he was just out here talking about you saying how much he thinks he could be the television champion how much he thinks he could be the national champion all that and i swear it just about makes me sick to my stomach you know what the key word was he said he wanted to be world television champion not that he would he said he would like to be well big chief there's people in this world that have things like right here, and there's people that want things. And Big Chief, that's the bottom line. You're going to continue to want things, just like Rhodes, Magnum, and the Rock and Roll Express. Maybe she should go up there and have a closer look at him. What do you think? Yeah, think All right, they're talking about this man. Going there he is in the ring. Go up there and well, see if that man can wrestle. Go up there and see if he's as tough as he is. You'll see Precious up there to scout. Well, I'm going to have her scout. You know what I mean? She- uh, what was it like working with Jimmy and Precious? <laughs> Great people, great people. Um, we had a little mutual admiration society going on there between Jimmy and I, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Well, that makes you sick. like to throw up in my mouth. But it was definitely apropos. I did have a little bit of hair envy, maybe a lot of hair envy. Man had a great head of hair, you got to admit. And a talented performer. And uh, him and Patty were great together. So uh, he was just a good guy to be around. And, uh, just a lot of fun, just pleasant people. Well, Arn, you're, uh, you're still working the Wahoo program 
Did you ever tire of working with him? And what I mean by that, I'm sure the f physical abuse got a little old, but were you enjoying every bit of this Wahoo program? Sure. I mean, and when you hear the, you know, the, the amount of times that we're working together, if on the surface, you go, God almighty, aren't they, you know, in the audience getting sick of it? Are they getting sick of wrestling each other? No, because there was a different town every night, mm -hmm. you know, it was a brand new crowd, a brand new reaction, you know, and you would go out and every night was, you know, even though your opponent was the same, it was just like it was brand new. And never got tired of somebody that had the following of Wahoo McDaniel because the audience was always behind him. And, you know, the only thing that would keep you in a fight with that guy, I'm going to just tell you, because he's a killer, you know, was the adrenaline rush you got from the audience. And that came from his fans. Well, Arn, you and, uh, and Jimmy Garvin have formed a fast friendship, or so it seems, and Wahoo's in the ring. He's going to get a win against his opponent. And you and Jimmy Garvin hit the ring and attack him to save Precious from Wahoo. I want you to take a listen to what happens here. And there's the win. What about that? Hey, wait a minute. Now Precious, wait a minute. Now Precious is up there. After what happened to Baby Doll, I don't trust that Indian. I'm not going to stand by. I'm going to go keep an eye. Oh, from behind, there's Jimmy Garvin. It was Wahoo McDaniel from behind while he was talking to Precious. Wahoo with that right hand turns Garvin around. There's Arn Anderson. He gets a couple of chops. Both of them now go at the Chief. Anderson flips him to the mat. Jimmy Garvin, Wahoo McDaniel stomping with Wahoo on the mat, Garvin, and Arn Anderson just stomping and kicking away at Wahoo. While Arn holds him, Garvin's going to pound him. Wahoo's got to get some help, and here it comes. Charging into the ring, the rest to Wahoo McDaniel, a whole handful of his friends, and he really needed them at that moment. Arn Anderson, Jimmy Garvin, pounding away at him as they had him double teamed and they were holding him, and we can go back and watch a portion of it in slow motion, fans. Here is Wahoo on the mat. You love this music, do by Garvin while he is <laughs> Spin up on your head one time, Paul. That music gets me every time, Arn. I can't help myself. Can you well, spin up on spin up on your head for me one they time? They don't want to see that on video, trust me. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. It's another uh, Arn and Jimmy Garvin working together, attacking Wahoo, and then uh, the enforcements would hit the ring, clear you guys out of there. And uh, we're, we're having some good storytelling that's happening here with you guys. And, uh, and we're going to continue to move on though. It's, it's on the Charlotte it's mid Atlantic championship wrestling. It's a TV taping and you're now getting involved with Ricky Morton versus Ric Flair. You're at ringside and their match is going to go 18 minutes and it runs off the air as it typically does. But later on that night, you're going to defeat the Italian stallion. Let's take a listen to this one. And then I want to talk to you a little bit about Italian stallion. Let's check this out first. Here we go. Now you can really tell it being up close. He has so much confidence in his ability. He walked in that ring. He had a few things to say to the stallion. A little bit of intimidation right there. Oh, yeah. He is so confident, Arn Anderson, that he can win each and every match. And that's very important for any athlete to be like that. Yeah. 
Tony, you know that match starts as soon as you walk out of the dressing room. You know, which wrestler is going to come out first? How long does that wrestler that's out in that ring has to stand there before the other one come, comes out? The way the man walks to the ring. He looks at the other wrestler. It is something. The young man, the fast stand, takes him, flips him out. Good move. He has to stay on him, though. All right, now see, there, Tony. The staying. Just waited a little bit too long to go in after Iron Anderson. Gave him time. Put that knee right in the midsection. Now he starts to pound away. Just goes to show you what a couple of years more in the sport will do for you as far as your ring savvy. And better believe it if you're a member of the Anderson family, you got plenty of it. Yes, you do. Tony, we were talking about Philadelphia. Starting on July 1st. The Great American Bay. Oh! Gord Buster. Gord Buster right in the center of the ring. That is it. No more Italian state in this match. He was real confident coming into this match, and there's why. He is an Anderson. He is tough. And he is still the world television champion with an impressive win, David, right here. Fans, once again, watch the gourd buster from Arn Anderson as he makes quick work of the Italian giant. Arn Anderson's your winner. He is still the world TV champion. We'll have more action right after this timeout. Guys, let's get serious for a second here and talk about a medical condition that might be a bit stigmatized or misunderstood in our society, low testosterone. Did you know that millions of men in the U.S. suffer from low testosterone and that number is only increasing? In fact, our father's generations had more testosterone than we do today, and the scientific community is starting to believe that environmental factors are a cause of this. Are you always tired? Having trouble gaining muscle mass? Lacking focus and stamina? Your testosterone might be to blame. Here's the thing. Testosterone is so much more than just a sex hormone and optimizing your levels can not only lead to a better libido, but also impact your energy, body composition, and overall mood. In fact, the single largest complaint their customers make is to have more energy so they can feel like themselves and take care of their responsibilities. The great news is that our sponsor Hone Health is here to help. Hone is the fastest growing men's health clinic in the country and makes it easy to get testing and treatment from the comfort of home using real physicians, real science, and real FDA-approved methods of treatment. All you have to do is complete your at-home assessment, and once the results are ready, you'll video chat with a licensed physician to go over the results and discuss treatment options customized for your specific needs. Your doctor-approved medication gets delivered to your door every month like clockwork, and they check in with you every 90 days. Hone has helped tens of thousands of men all across the United States Although I'm no medical expert, Home Health is, and they'll be there with you every step of the way. For a limited time, listeners of our show can get the at-home assessment and a video chat with a licensed physician for only $45. Don't wait any longer. Head over to their website using our special link at honehealth.com forward slash ARN to claim your offer. That's H-O-N-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash ARN honehealth.com forward slash arn he is an anderson and he is tough he's built for tough that's arn anderson right so, so listen you take out the italian stallion what are the first few things that immediately pop in your head when you hear the name 
the Italian stallion? Well, a lot of people weren't aware, but stallion had a side job besides breaking in the wrestling business. And, and he was a good amateur, big, strong guy, probably weighed 265 pounds and just more so than weight strength, you know, weight lifting strength. You just walk in your house and pick up your refrigerator and walk out with it, that kind of strength. But he was now I'm just going to, you know, this is rumor and no names mentioned, but if you owed somebody money and you didn't pay up, Stallion is the guy that they sent to collect the money. Let me just say that we kind of called him a, you know, a leg breaker, but it was ribbon on the square. Uh, he never would admit to it. He would just smile, but you know, if you were sitting there with your family eating dinner and you looked up and there was Stallion st- standing behind your wife, you better pay off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I feel it. I get you. And I don't think a lot of people knew that and probably couldn't be proven. And I'm not calling any names, but let's just say he could, he was a handful in that ring. Mm. He looked like he'd be a fun guy to go out and eat a nice meal with though. I mean, he looked like he knew how to eat. Oh, he could eat. Yeah. And I think that was another one of those things that was like a, a trait of his that that people just knew that he could really mow down some food. Hmm. So I'd like, I'd like him on that side. And yes, Paul bringing up food again, guys, some guys are going to give me a hard time. You can't have a podcast without talking about food. Can you Bramwell? Well, listen on, on, on to some more fun and it's you on the mic. Things are moving to the summer. Okay. You knew that was happening. We're in May. And when, when, when it's summertime and Jim Crockett promotions, it can only mean one thing, sir. And it's bash time. So we're about to listen what's on your mind, Arn, as we start to move and think about the Great American Bash. Every night of the Bash, Joe Ely's going to be Joe there. Joe Ely, Delbert McClinton, it's going to be a great birthday party. The best in family entertainment fans. The Great American Bash is coming very soon. The best in wrestling because we're going to have all very the top bad. stars in wrestling, including this man right here. He is the world TV champion. He'll be a part of the Great American Bash. Here he is, Arn Anderson. Well, Tony Giovanni, the Great American Dashes are coming up. I don't need to have to tell you or tell the people about the severity of the event. Probably the greatest sporting event ever in history all across this nation. But right now, I want to give you a recap, Tony Giovanni. I want to give you a recap of a dynasty. I'm talking about the Four Horsemen. Sometime back, I told Magnum T.A. right here on national television, don't get caught alone, Magnum. You saw the consequences. Sam Houston stuck his nose in our business. You saw the consequences. A broke arm. We told Dusty Rhodes, your leg is on the line. You saw the consequences. We told Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, that they're in bed with the big dogs. They're out in no man's land. You saw what happened to Ricky Morton. He is now the human scab. Gibson, you're next. Well, Tony Giovanni, I'm going to be defending this world television title, hopefully in all the bashes across this country. But right now, I want you to listen real tight. I want everybody that's within listening range to listen real tight. Dusty Rhodes, everybody's been asking me, where's the fourth horseman? And they've been asking me in a sarcastic tone. Well, I've just been given the word. The fourth horseman is on the way back. And we're guided by James J. Dillon, and you know what a mind he is. So, Dusty Rhodes, at some particular point in time of our choosing, 
I'm talking about the city, the time, the time of day of our choosing. There's going to be a rebuttal for what you and the Road Warriors did. The fourth horseman's coming back, and that's going to leave you, baby doll, a rebel without a cause, if you get my meaning. All right, he said the fourth horseman is coming back. Let's go to the ring. The fourth horseman is coming back. And we're going to get into that in June, I'm sure. But listen, the, the Great American Bash, how big were the plans for this year? Can you imagine the excitement? This is 86, the bash, just kind of the buzz. Can you talk about that a little bit for you? Well, yeah. I mean, business, you know, now that new, fresh talent that it came in, you know, uh, the Buddy Landales, the Arn Andersons, the, the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express, the Garvins, all those guys. You know, now we're looking at, you know, those guys haven't been there a while and things were starting to come together. And, uh, you know, the Russians were hot. It, you know, a lot of talent were really catching on. And this was a time that uh, guys were, you know, drawing money. Guys were making money. Guys were buying. Everybody was buying houses. You know, I bought my first house in 86, you know. I never thought I would ever, you know, be able to say, hey, I'll, you know, I'm going to have my own home. I'm going to own my own home. And, uh, you know, I bought one in 86 and it, just everything was clicking. The business was as hot as it could be. Everybody was having fun. It, it, there were no negatives. And at that, you know, you could say, well, God, y'all were traveling yourselves to death, but it was along this time we're starting to get those private planes in place. And when you, when you, once you hop on a private plane, the world changes <laughs> and that's for sure. So, I mean, everything was coming together, the bashes, you know, with the entertainment that was involved in, in going to outdoor stadiums. It was just, uh, I mean, it really was, it was like Led Zeppelin on tour. I was going to say a rock concert, a wrestling rock concert. hundred percent. Well, you're at the Omni on the 11th. It's you and Robert Gibson. That went to a draw. Then you move over to Greenville on the 12th. You team with Telly against the Rock and Roll Express. Also ends in a draw. And then uh, you work with the Rock and Rolls again on the 14th in Charleston before losing to Ron Garvin in Baltimore, Maryland at the Civic Center on the 17th. Did you have any issues losing in a non-total match to Garvin? I didn't have any issues losing to Ronnie Garvin under any circumstances because he was just that good. It wasn't like it was a shock. Mm. You know, on any given day, if I was able to come out of a match with anything less than getting beat, I looked at it as a victory. If I could just fight him through the 20-minute time limit, time ran out, that was a victory. Uh, Ronnie Garvin was a tremendous performer and a tremendous wrestler and a tough son of a bitch. And uh, anytime you step through the ropes with him, you know, if you got beat, he was just a better man that night. It wasn't like it was eye-opening or shocking, you know. You had to be at your very, very best just to hang with that guy. That's right. And it's non-title, and he didn't win the title. You're still the champ. Whatever happened, happened. You're moving on, as you said. That's right. All right. So then you're moving on to Asheville, North Carolina. You're in the Civic Center. It's the 18th. You're bringing back against the Manny, uh, the Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and then you move on to Greenville Memorial Auditorium, where Ricky and Robert defeat you and Tully in a Texas Tornado match. And then it's on the Rock Hill, South Carolina. You're going over on Manny Fernandez once again, 
But here comes a big TV match between, you guessed it, Wahoo McDaniel. And as you say, with a time limit, first, let's get to this promo. This is a good one, Arn. Here we go. Oh, my God. It's going to be later on in the program, but listen, we've got a very special match. And one of the men is standing over there right now. I'm talking about Iron Anderson. He is going to defend his world television title against Chief Wahoo McDaniel. Well, David Cracker, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but the one thing I told you is when I won the world television title, I would be the top champion the people deserve. I would go out every week, I'm talking about every week, and defend this title against top challengers, not just somebody that I handpicked, right or wrong. That's correct. Have I done just that? Yes, you have. Okay, Wahoo McDaniels, you want to get back in the mainstream? You want to make a rep for yourself right here in front of a billion people? I'm going to give you a chance. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get in the ring. Well, we're going to go to the ring. Arn, you defend the title against Wahoo, and let's go to the last three minutes of that match. Here we go. So not only is he... He's taken a lot of punishment in this match. Trying to get him up. He tried. Come on, Wahoo. You can get over there. Trying to get over. Here it is. Lays across him. All right, kicks out just in time. Rolls out of the ring. Boy, you're right. He's asking, what's the time? What's the time? See, he's stalling. He's stalling. That's right. Time runs out. He'll still be the champion. You've got to beat him. He doesn't have to beat you. Stay outside as long as he can. Comes in. Wahoo heads right there. Snaps him up. All right, Wahoo needs to pull him in. Pulls him to the center of the ring. Picks him up. Rolls out of the ring again. Once again, Wahoo needs to go after him. Look around. He wants another time. Stalling. Now Wahoo realizes he's got to do it. Here is the pin, but 
watch to the right of your screen the foot. There's the two count, and there, right before the three count, the foot goes on. Later, Arn Anderson will be disqualified. Wahoo McDaniel wins, but Arn's still the champion. You know, I got to say, we love the old school here on the Arn show, but I don't think our internet security should be old school. The way we use the internet has changed dramatically over the last decade, but security tools, well, they've mostly stayed the same. Aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances, and devices, and more, all in one easy to use app. With Aura, you'll get alerted to fraud and threats fast. Like if your online accounts or passwords are leaked online, or if someone tries to open a bank account in your name. Aura provides digital security protection to keep your online finances, personal information, and tech safe from online threats. It's all in one protection from identity theft, financial fraud, malware, scam sites, and so much more. By the way, Aura is also easy to set up. All the plans come with a million dollars in identity theft insurance to help recover your stolen funds, and they have an experienced US based customer support team that's got your back. Aura is a new type of security device that protects all of your online information and devices with one simple subscription. With an easy online dashboard and alerts sent straight to your phone, Aura keeps you in control and guides you through solving any issues. For a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners up to 40% off plans when you visit Aura.com slash Arn. Go to Aura.com slash Arn to get complete protection and savings of up to 40%. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash Arn. That's Aura dot com slash Arn. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash Arn. Still getting it done. Still the champion. That's all that matters right here, Arn. Tommy Young is an exceptional referee. You can't. Nothing gets by him. And ring awareness is one of the keys to being successful in what we do. That foot over the rope. Mm. Perfectly legal you have to stop the count at that point I, to me it's just being smart right saving right. yourself saving Absolutely. the title and as far as the disqualification goes i'm sure that big chief was bum rushing me i probably just bent down to get out of the way of something and over the top he went and in those days if if you threw somebody over the top it was a dq so everything was on the up and up it may have looked like something shady happened but all within the rules. Well, on TV on the 24th for Mid-Atlantic, Tully and you team up to defeat George South and the Italian Stallion. And the very next day, Arn, you're in Cleveland on the 25th, and that has you putting over Dusty. Robert Gibson gets destroyed by you and Flair. And then you and Arn, yeah, you and Flair actually have a, a fun little promo here. Let's take a listen to that one. We all stood right here and saw what happened to Robert Gibson. He was carried off, obviously, with a serious injury. And two men, Arn Anderson and the world champion, Rick Flair, very happy about it. Tony Giovanni, what you just witnessed is Robert Gibson getting in bed with the big dogs. You understand what I'm saying? It's reason, real easy to come out here and pick your opponents, Gibson. You want to get in bed with the four horsemen, then you got to pay the fiddler. Now, Dusty Rhodes, I want to hit you real hard right now because the bashes are coming up. And you're talking about coming out here and standing women on their head. You're talking about being the dealer. Well, all through tradition, Dusty Rhodes, in order to be the dealer, you got to hold the cards. And as you see, here are the cards, along with Tully Blanchard and the Midnight Express. So you want to be the dealer, Rhodes? Forget about being tough on a local level. 
Come get the big dogs. That's right. My Dusty Rhodes is the toughest guy in studio wrestling I've ever seen in my life. You come out on your big desk and tell him how bad you are that I got to deal with you. Well, this is a dealer. This is a dealer. And it's mine. And little bitty Ricky Morton knows it. And Gibson knows it. Ha, ha, ha. That's right. A lot of guys try whoo, to walk the line. And you know what? They get their butt beat. Because when you go to bed with the big boys, you're going to feel some pain in the morning. You understand? Now, Road Warrior Hawk, let me tell you something, buddy. I've walked over better men than you to sidestep and look a gal on the way to the restroom. What you don't like about me is that I'm rich. I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. You know where you were born? In the gutter. You're trash. You grew up lifting weights while I was whining and dining. Ooh, beautiful women. And let me tell you something, buddy. Listen real close. You are Chicago gutter trash. I am a fluent society. We are the world champions. And Hawk, when I see you in Philadelphia, at the 30 minute mark when you're going Please, please, nature boy, finish me off I can't, I can't, I can't lift this big arm And then the words, in the words of the great one What cause of all this? We'll be back right after this Oh, my goodness, Arn. And that is my line, by the way, was causing all this. He may have made it famous, but it's my line, damn it. There you go. That's Arn's line, damn it. Here's the one line that caught me. Okay. Uh, when you go to bed with the big boys, you're going to wake up in some pain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he, that it wasn't meant that way. Oh, that just got me. Oh, you know, I there's know something going to say. There's something terribly wrong with that man. There is, <laughs> but I tell you what, you wind them up. It's like one of those toys. You just wind them up and let them go and give them a camera, a, a, a microphone. You never know what's going to come. Well, out. yeah, you do. You absolutely never know what you're going to get. That's oh, for sure. Entertainment. I'll tell you what. always going to be entertaining for sure. Well, Arn, it's Greenville, South Carolina. This is a big angle. I remember it. It's the Memorial auditorium on the 26th of May. You're on top in an elimination match. Dusty, Ricky, and Robert defeat you, Tully, and Flair. And Morton gets the win when you guys attack Morton and break his nose. What do you remember of the of breaking Ricky Morton's nose? Remember, and he wore the he had to wear the mask on his face. I think that actually went down in Greensboro, didn't it? Or it, was it Greenville? It said Greenville, South Carolina here in the research in the maybe notes. it did. It was down in the it was down in the locker room area downstairs yes i remember the cameras were going backstage in the locker room and you're mashing his face on the floor there the concrete floor yeah yeah that concrete was pretty unforgiving uh broke his nose you know scraped up his face pretty pretty big pretty bad and uh 
Yeah, we got a lot of mileage out of that. Yes. A lot of te- lot of kids did not appreciate it. I got a clip here I'm going to play uh, of this whole angle. Here we go. Some more cities where the Great American Bash will be coming. That's right. Plus, we're going to have Bob Geigel is going to have an interview discussing Ric Flair, the world heavyweight champion, and the Great American Bash. Now, Tony, we talk about Ric Flair, about that. There's something. Ricky Morton and Ric Flair and what happened between those two men. David, we're going to take a look right here at something that is really hard for us to look at because it's something that we don't like to look at, but it's Nature Boy Ric Flair once again injuring Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express. Let the fans take a look at it and see exactly what we're talking about, David. All right, there you see right there, Ricky Morton goes off, catches Ric Flair. Rick knocks the referee out. There's no doubt about it. Ricky Morton has gone toe-to-toe with the heavyweight champion of the world. Could have he been. has him down for the count right there. You can see it. That's a count of three, pass three. Now look, here they come. Iron Anderson, Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, the three horsemen. What can you do in this situation? It's three on one. Right now, Ric Flair gaining his senses. We're going to see James J. Dillon coming in just a second. But then we're going to see a part, which I'm sure wrestling fans all over the world will moan at seeing. And David, take a look at this. All right, he gets up there. He, look at that. Knee right across the head. Rams his face right down the mat. Right down to the mat. And the news is that at this time, Ricky Moore in a very severely broken nose, shattered his nose with all the weight of Nature Boy Ric Flair with a knee on the back of the head. Now, Tony, the thing is, Ric Flair and his guys, that went, they went after Dustin Rose. They broke his leg. They continued to do it. They went Ricky Morton. They rubbed his face in that concrete. They could, and that's not all. That's not all that they did to Ricky Morton right there. We're going to take a look in just a few minutes at some more punishment dished out by the world heavyweight champion along with the horseman. David, we're going to take a look at that in just a few minutes. All right, let's go to the ring right now. And Punky Morton would be born. Right, Arn? Yeah, buddy. You know, he had guts. The mm. man had balls. He didn't mind stepping up. You know, and we told people in those days, Paul, you, you, you have no idea. When you have the world's champion, Ric Flair, as a member of the Four Horsemen, Tully Blanchard, myself, J.J. Dillon, Ole Anderson, when we're all wearing gold and a man steps up and says, I'm going to take that world title, our job was to help protect that world title because with that clout made a lot of things possible. And we weren't just going to let Ricky Morton walk in there and, you know, possibly steal that championship from Flair. I mean, we told people up front, you jump on one of us, you jump on all of us. The horseman was a brotherhood in that way. Family, 100% family. Well, we move on to wrap up the month of May, Arn. And on the 28th, you defeat the Italian Stallion again in Raleigh. And, uh, and then, then we move on to a promo for you that you and Telly have together to help set up the Great American Bash, and uh, we're going to play that real quick as we start to close down the show this week. TV champion Arn Anderson, the national champion Telly Blanchard, in a six-man elimination match against Dusty Rhodes and the Rock and Roll Express, and the man is pinned. He must leave the ring. Could have a three-on-one. You know what you have is the three horsemen, the three people that make professional wrestling revolve and happen in a 1986. And on the other side, you have some would-be people that want to be something that they're not capable of being. The Rock and Roll Express, like all those little bitty teeny girls, huh, Arn? And then, but you know, one of them keeps getting beat up and scarred up and uglier and uglier and uglier. And so they got to go get help. Big Dust, please come help us. Please come help us. What they don't know is the Big Dust has had the broken leg, too, due to the Andersons. 
But you got to remember, Dusty, you scream and holler about being the dealer. But if you're going to be the dealer, you got to have the cards. You look around the world heavyweight champion, national heavyweight champion, world television champion. We're dealing the cards right here. I hope that the talent of today's wrestling generation listens to this podcast, or at least goes back and watches your promos, Arn, and the Four Horsemen's promos, because the authenticity, the fire, and what you guys brought, that's how to build wrestling angles. It's, it's, it's education right here. It's college courses. Well, and the one thing I, I hope somebody or everybody takes from this is the one thing you do is you take part of your television time and you make your opponent as big and as powerful, you know, and as successful as you possibly can make him huge mm. because when you go to war with him, if you don't, who cares if you you've, beat him? You've got less than right instead of more than. And when you create your opponent, it just makes everything else fly. It makes the uh, uh, match bigger. It makes the event bigger. And it just it's just good business. Always create your opponent. Well, Arn, at the last TV taping here in the month of May, there's a big debut in the form of Big Bubba Rogers. Ray Trouble. That's right. Jim Cornette's new bodyguard. What did you think of seeing him in this new role for the very first time? Now, he grew up about 35 miles from where I grew up. How about that for a small world? Wow. Little town in Georgia, close to Rome. I think it was 35 miles or so, but he was just a 350 pound hay baling, just again, just raw bone strength and smooth and quick. I mean, athletic as he could be, uh, you know, go out and try wrestle number one in tights and gear and all that. It's hard enough. Try wrestling in a full suit with a tie, you know, the whole shooting match, not easy. And, uh, that just lent more credence to the fact that guy was a hell of an athlete. And man, he was strong and, and just, uh, he's one of those country boys that, that when he said, I'm going to kick your ass, you're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> the face you just made was priceless. I mean, oh. he was, uh, yeah, he was a huge addition to the industry. Let me just put it to you that way. You got that right. He would make a name for himself as big Bubba and then go mainstream as big boss man. And what a character he, he became. So my goodness, lots of fun stuff on the way on, but, uh, this is man, this has been fun this week. We went down memory lane talks, all things may 1986, but next week on you and I are back and we're going to take a break and we're going to be doing something together that hasn't been done in about six months. Yes. We're bringing back ask Arn anything. And my goodness, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of questions to choose from. You looking forward to that one? Yeah, we, we will see. And again, I'm operating off memory on this stuff, guys. So, so, uh, you know, work with me here. Uh, we'll have fun. It'll be good questions. You do your best. That's all uh, our listeners expect. And then the following week, we'll get back into June 86. I think Ole Anderson will be making his way back in. But, uh, hey, yes. we, yeah, man, it's going to be fun. We appreciate all the support, by the way. And if you 
are enjoying Arm, which I know you are. You're here. You're listening every every week. You can find even more of him over at adfreeshows.com. Arn can agree. It's by far the best value in wrestling. Not only do you get to hear more from Arn and do some live events with him where you can ask him questions, but you also get some bonus shows. Arn and I are going to record another uh, bonus show here in a little bit. And you get to be a part of those and interact with him, but you also get exposure to guys like Eric Bischoff and good old JR and Tony Schiavone and Jeff Jarrett. You get the idea. It's a full scale community of people just like yourself and, uh, that you get to connect with as wrestling fans. So check it out adfreeshows.com. Get all seven podcasts early ad free and on video. You get to see all the fun faces are made us having a good time, looking at each other, talking through this stuff. All the wrestling matches that you listen to, you can watch them all for just 30 cents an episode and uh, lots of good content over there. Guys, support Arn Anderson. Support the show. You can find him on YouTube, Show on YouTube.com. Find all the great clips or introduce the show to your friends. And find the man on Twitter and Instagram, at The Arn Show. That's on both uh, Twitter and Instagram, as I said. And pick you up one of those badass shirts. You're seeing them everywhere. Arnshirts.com. I think my new favorite might be the old people are dangerous shirt. Arn, you like that one? <laughs> they absolutely are. <sighs> well, Arn, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you letting me join you this week. Well, thanks. And hey, guys, don't forget AEW. Times are changing. Don't Arn. miss an ep- Don't miss an episode. What you're doing right now, you're slapping that. Uh, Young Rhodes boy around a little bit, and I can't wait to see how this all shakes out, man. Nut cutting time. Nut oh, cutting that- time, Arn Anderson style. This has been Arn for Arn Anderson. This is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you next time on Arn. Guys, let's get serious for a second here and talk about a medical condition that might be a bit stigmatized or misunderstood in our society low testosterone. Did you know that millions of men in the U.S. suffer from low testosterone and that number is only increasing? In fact, our father's generations had more testosterone than we do today, and the scientific community is starting to believe that environmental factors are a cause of this. Are you always tired, having trouble gaining muscle mass, lacking focus and stamina? Your testosterone might be to blame. Here's the thing. Testosterone is so much more than just a sex hormone and optimizing your levels can not only lead to a better libido, but also impact your energy, body composition, and overall mood. In fact, the single largest complaint their customers make is to have more energy so they can feel like themselves and take care of their responsibilities. The great news is that our sponsor hone health is here to help. Hone is the fastest growing men's health clinic in the country and makes it easy to get testing and treatment from the comfort of home using real physicians, real science, and real FDA-approved methods of treatment. All you have to do is complete your at-home assessment, and once the results are ready, you'll video chat with a licensed physician to go over the results and discuss treatment options customized for your specific needs. Your doctor-approved medication gets delivered to your door every month like clockwork, and they check in with you every 90 days. Hone has helped tens of thousands of men all across the United States Although I'm no medical expert, Home Health is, and they'll be there with you every step of the way. For a limited time, listeners of our show can get the at-home assessment and a video chat with a licensed physician for only $45. Don't wait any longer. Head over to their website using our special link at honehealth.com forward slash ARN to claim your offer. That's H-O-N-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash ARN. 
honehealth.com forward slash Arn. Boy, we love talking about our friend, Steven Singer. And I'll tell you the competition must really hate Steven Singer. You see, he's not focusing on sales, coupons, or discounts. No, no. Steven is in the love business and to celebrate love with his guests means giving the very best price every single day. Steve is the first to offer the perfect price. Have you ever wondered if you're getting the best price? Are you uncomfortable negotiating? Well, here's a little insider tip. Most jewelers mark their merchandise way up just to mark it down to make you feel like you're getting a deal. Now the guy next to you may be paying less. Is that how you want to purchase something special for someone special? Steven doesn't play those pricing games. You can trust Steven Singer Jewelers for the best value every single day. He stands behind that value with the best guarantee in the business and no risk shopping. That's why we trust Steven Singer. Buy real jewelry from a real jeweler. Visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.